Welcome to Positively Pro-Life, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. Positively Pro-Life brings you inspirational stories, important legislative updates, and informative interviews as we restore and strengthen a culture of life. I'm Bonnie Finnerty, Education Director at the Federation, and I am joined by my distinguished colleague, Maria Gallagher, our Legislative Director. Hello, Maria. Hello, Bonnie. It's great to be with you today. It's great to be with you. We are so eager to talk with today's guests, who we actually interviewed a year ago to talk about their opening of a pregnancy resource center in the heart of Pittsburgh, just a block from the largest abortion center in that city. Tiffany and Jay Gilbert are back to share their amazing journey with us and to update us on the impact they're making in helping women and their preborn babies. In addition, Maria will provide insight as to how the Republicans' commitment to America could save lives. But as always, we'll get started with some pro-life inspiration. While the overturn of Roe v. Wade was a wonderful pro-life achievement, the fact remains that abortion is still legal in Pennsylvania up to 24 weeks for any reason at all. Some of those abortions take place at the Planned Parenthood in York County, where both surgical and chemical abortions are performed. In 2020, over 1,400 little lives tucked snugly in the womb of their mothers were killed through abortion at the York Planned Parenthood. But we are witnessing tremendous effort by multiple groups to reduce that number to zero. One such group is York's 40 Days for Life, now in their eighth year. I was honored to speak at their recent kickoff event, which was filled with much prayer, song, and inspiration. Now, for those not familiar with 40 Days for Life, it is a six-week campaign to keep a peaceful, prayerful vigil outside abortion clinics, and it is highly effective. Worldwide, 40 Days for Life has saved over 22,000 babies. It has closed 120 abortion centers, and it has led to 242 abortion workers to quit their jobs. Started in College Station, Texas, this is the peaceful campaign that eventually led Abby Johnson to leave her job as the director of Planned Parenthood. The York 40 Days for Life team consists of dozens of volunteers who spend time praying before their abortion center, but they do more than that. Last year, they had baby showers for 13 women, some of whom were abortion-minded initially, but did choose life, and some who wanted to just have, wanted to have their baby from the start, but they needed extra assistance. At the rally was a beautiful collage showing all these babies' faces that were supported in the past year. In addition to this dedicated group from 40 Days for Life, there's also another group who was pulling together to support life. Several York residents gathered recently to reboot our York chapter of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. That chapter had become dormant due to illness and deaths, but a strong core group of people are now organizing and recruiting new members to reactivate the chapter. They will be a potent grassroots pro-life presence in the York community, educating the public on life issues and important legislation. And even young people are mobilizing for life. 
A high school in York has formed a pro-life club this school year and already has several activities planned. I had the opportunity to meet the leaders, the young leaders of this club, and I was so impressed by their knowledge, their conviction, and their courage. To see such pro-life mobilization in one community is truly inspiring, and it's exactly what needs to happen everywhere. Many pro-lifers have been quietly pro-life, sitting on the sidelines, supporting the cause by taking a subtle or somewhat hidden role, but now is the time to leave the sidelines and really get into the game. There are so many ways to promote the pro-life message and we need to do all of them. So kudos to all those in York PA who are answering the call at a time such as this. We thank you for all the lives your advocacy will save. Maria. Thank you so much, Bonnie. The following is from a National Right to Life news release. Republican leadership presented its commitment to America a statement of the Republican Party and what it stands for, which includes protecting unborn lives. National Right to Life praises Republican leaders for their commitment to women and their unborn children, said Carol Tobias, president of National Right to Life. In contrast, the Democratic Party is pursuing abortion for any reason and at any time in pregnancy. The Democratic Party has committed to passing the so-called Women's Health Protection Act, the Democratic proposal would make sweeping changes, including expanding taxpayer funding of abortion and eliminating requirements that a woman be given information about the development of her unborn child so she can make an informed decision. Tobias continued, the Democrats so-called Women's Health Protection Act is far reaching legislation that would entrench abortion on demand in federal law and run roughshod over the will of the American people. Democrats would endanger the lives of women and their unborn babies. The Democratic bill would invalidate most previously enacted federal limits on abortion, including federal conscience protection laws and most, if not all, limits on government funding of abortion. The Democrats legislation would also invalidate state laws regarding parental involvement and consent for a minor's abortion. The Democrats' legislation would nullify nearly all existing protective state laws, said Jennifer Popek, Director of Federal Legislation for National Right to Life. In addition, the Democrats would also prohibit states from adopting new protective laws in the future. Popek continued, the difference between Democrats and Republicans couldn't be plainer. While Democrats maintain a nearly uniform support of abortion without limits until birth, Republicans seek to protect unborn children and their mothers. Bonnie. Thank you, Maria. And I am delighted to welcome today's guest to the show. Jay and Tiffany Gilbert pastor Another Level Ministries in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Jay is also the president of Another Level Bible Institute and works closely with Cornerstone Television Network serving on the panel of Hard Questions. In addition, he is currently pursuing his doctorate in ministry. Tiffany leads the children's ministry and women's ministry at their church and serves often on Cornerstone television show, Sister to Sister. She has a passion to minister on marriage and relationships and is currently the vice president of Another Level Bible Institute and is finishing her master's degree. Tiffany and Jay have two young boys. Despite being a very busy couple with much on their plate, Tiffany and Jay felt compelled to answer another call recently 
and that is outreach to women facing unplanned pregnancies. Together, they founded East Liberty Women's Care Center, a pro-life pregnancy center in the heart of Pittsburgh. Jay serves as president and Tiffany as executive director. They are joining us today to tell the amazing story of how this center came together and to discuss the impact they are having. Welcome, Tiffany and Jay. Oh, thank you so much for having us. You know, as we discussed before, it's great that I am here this time. I wasn't here last time, so it's great uh, that I can be with you as well and we can we can share and, and we're so grateful that you uh, you both have had us on today. Oh, well, we're so happy you could both join us. Now, can you remind our listeners what brought you into the pregnancy care ministry? Well, you know, it's really unique. Uh, it was one of those things of where uh, neither one of us, uh, we've known each other since 2011. Neither one of us have ever talked about opening up a pregnancy center. Uh, neither one of us ever prayed about opening up one. It wasn't on our radar at all. I was coming home one day and the Lord told me, you need to share this with your wife that I want to call you guys to open up a pregnancy center. And um, so when I shared it with her, God had spoken to her two days prior that um, and we had never talked about it, that we need to open up. So when I shared, I said, hey, babe, I think we need to open up a pregnancy. Center. She goes, that's amazing. God spoke the same thing to me two days prior. And the reason why we did it, why it was so heavy on our hearts is that we take a look at everything that's going on in the world. Um, I always like to give a shout out to all the Catholic brothers and sisters out there who have done such a phenomenal job standing, marching for life, walking for life, standing for life, holding up picket signs, everything. I mean, all that they have done while us non-denoms have been preaching to the choir. And what the Lord put upon our hearts was the importance of making sure that what, what, what good is it to preach to the choir when there's babies dying every day and we're not doing anything about it? And when, when we were talking about it, I said, God, this wasn't even on our radar. And he said, that's the problem. He said, it should have been on your radar a long time ago. And so we really repented and we just felt a call to really reach out, not knowing anything about Roe v. Wade being overturned, not knowing anything about that. It was just the timing of the Lord. And we just felt led to launch out and to do something about it, to not talk about it, to get outside the four walls, but to do something about it instead of just, it's easy to preach inside those four walls. It's safe in there. It's another thing to get out there on the front line. Yeah, and, and we have said before um, that we want to take this mission and turn it into a movement. And in order to turn something into a movement, you have to you have to do something about it. What is your vision for your ministry? So our mission is intercept, educate, support, but our vision is really what we want to do is we want to get this pregnancy center established and move on to the next. Um, we've just seen so many awesome things that God has done for us in and around us. And we want to be as close to, because right now, like you mentioned before, um, we are right around the corner from one of the largest abortion providers in Pittsburgh. So after we kind of get this up and running and established um, where it can run on its own, we want to move down and find another Planned Parenthood and get right next to them and hopefully make an impact in that community. And in addition to that as well, our vision really for, uh, you know, we serve, our main focus is to serve pregnant women, um, but we want to help unify and unite the family unit. So we want to really help in that whole entire healing process of the family unit. And, and let me also mention with that as well, part of it, even though we're doing that on the front lines, 
we really feel God's put a call in our hearts. She said it earlier to go from mission to movement. Uh, there's too many people that are on the, the front row and they need to get on the front line. And we need to get people that are motivated and activated in this call. So one of the things that we've been doing lately, we've been traveling to different churches, different ministries, different places, and educating people. I just spoke at a school, um, a, a, a college from a church, uh, to talk to them about what happens, what are the effects of abortion on women. You know, if you talk to most people in church, they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, you know, we know abortion is murder. But there's so much more. And when people get educated, it's amazing how many people, ladies and gentlemen that are out there that, that are in black America that support Planned Parenthood and have no idea why it was started. Mm -hmm. But then once they get educated and they understand and they get a, a good educational teaching on how it originated and everything that went on, it's amazing how their minds change. So right now, while we're also catering to the lives of the unborn, to the women and bringing together families, we're also educating churches so that they understand why we need to be on the front lines and be uh, aggressive in this. We, this is a window of opportunity. With Roe v. Wade being overturned, going back to the states, we've got to do something now. Mm -hmm. We can't sit back and just say that's the victory. No, this is the opportunity. There's a difference. That was an opportunity that God has given to us, and we've got to get out and educate people so then people can get motivated and get out there and do something about this, uh, this pandemic, epidemic, all the stuff that's going on with the murdering of the unborn. Yeah, and let me say this, too. What Pastor Jay is talking about is what we went through ourselves in terms of the education. We didn't know. I mean, until we really um, went and dived in to that topic, we knew, you know, we we knew that, okay, it was wrong and we knew what the Bible said, but there was so much more that really um, kind of influenced our decision to move forward. And you said it earlier, as far as with Roe v. Wade overturning, I mean, we can't, I mean, there's so much more that we have to do. We can't just sit back and say, okay, it's overturned. But now what do we need to do next? And I think that's been very important as we move forward. Absolutely. The battle isn't over. It's just moved to the state. Yes. You know, yes. Back to the states. Right. And right. It's, it's in our backyards now. Right. This right. So we have Absolutely. a special responsibility. Well, I had the pleasure of touring your beautiful pregnancy resource center, East Liberty Women's Care Center, when I was out in Pittsburgh last year and uh, heard the story of how you got it going in record time. It was just amazing. I even wrote an article about it. Yes. And um, so I'm just wondering in the year since um, we've talked to you last, what sort of um, growth have you seen at the center? Yes. So it's been, well, first of all, thank you so much for writing that article. That article, we're taking that and we're circulating that amongst churches and organizations. So it's been awesome. So we're so appreciative of that. But it's been amazing. It's been a wonderful journey to see um, just what God wants to do and, and just the growth of everything. And right now, specifically, we are in the process of transitioning into a full-blown medical center. So basically what that means for us is that we no longer have to work with different organizations to provide these ultrasounds, which don't get me wrong, they have been awesome and it's been a great partnership, but we have a desire to do these things in-house. So currently we have a doctor that's over us. So we are working with her right now and she is fantastic. We have two nurses that we're working with right now to get them trained. We have to do our zoning and things of that nature, but we are in the process. We're literally in the trenches right now 
of transitioning over to a medical clinic. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, um, you know, you said about record timing. It's been amazing how fast this has accelerated, starting mm -hmm. with nothing. We signed a $2,500 a month lease with no money. Uh, and had no com ongoing commitment or anything on that line. And God had just supernaturally provided. Uh, we did our first gala last year. As a matter of fact, we're getting ready to have our second gala coming up here in October that we're so excited about. And what the miracle is, is that it usually takes two years to open up a pregnancy center. This is a, it's a statistic that we have gotten. It takes two years to open up and then another year to save your first baby. God has blessed us that in the year and what, five months, five months that we have been open, uh, we have saved nine babies uh, in a year and nine months from starting with nothing. So uh, as a matter of fact, we're real excited because at the gala, we're going to have a mom's table of the different mothers and families that have been impacted. And uh, we're going to have a one month old baby that we're going to bring up on the stage that a mom just recently uh, gave birth to that came in abortion minded, but uh, decided to choose life. And so uh, to save nine babies and that amount of time, a lot of people say, oh, that's not really a whole lot. But, you know, that's nine human beings. That's nine murders that were uh, stopped because of people's commitment. Not even just us. It's all the people yeah. in the churches and ministries and businesses and organizations that have helped us uh, to save these lives. And uh, it's just been outstanding. So and to do that in uh, what is it, uh, 17 months, I think it would be. Uh, we're so thankful to God that he's given us the the, the ability to be able to do so. And, you know, Bonnie, just like Pastor Jay was mentioning that we had other people with us. And I always stress this, that we cannot do it alone. No. This is a massive um, project, really, that we need everybody. Yeah. We need to link arms with everybody. And we have seen when we link arms and when we unify that there is an expedited response that takes place. And so that's what we, we, we're so adamant about thanking everybody that's come alongside us in one way or another, whether they're with us in the center, whether, whether they helped us build out everything, whether they prayed for us, it doesn't matter. We need everybody and that's really important. And also you mentioned about the young woman who um, just had our baby and um, it was, I just wanna say this because a lot of people think, oh, well, you're just about you know, making sure that they have their babies and that's it. Well, that's not true. We have walked with her, of course, through the entire process, but now it's our honor to walk with her post baby birth of the baby and so we had an opportunity really to give her a three thousand dollar check which just you know helped her to really get off on the right foot and a new refrigerator and a dresser and uh just help people well they always say abortion takes the tomb to the womb well we believe in bringing life from the womb to the tomb even post-birth we have to empower these families to make sure that they can be as successful as possible what impact has your ministry had on the Pittsburgh area? Well, you know, it, that's, uh, that's such a great question. And we have a great story to share with that. Why don't you tell them about the pastor down the street who oh, shared wow. um, with us about our impact with him and the community? Well, one of the things that it has done, it has brought the churches together. Um, our Catholic brothers and sisters have done a phenomenal job while the non-denoms, not all, I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of us have not done our part. Well, since we've done this, obviously we are very well connected in the city. A lot of non-denoms people have come together to start uh, making an impact um, in a greater way. Well, we ended up starting a pastor's fellowship that is meeting now every month, uh, starting to pray together, 
Uh, we've got probably 30 to 40 different people that are getting together, different churches and business owners that are getting together. And one of the men that she's talking about knocked on our door because uh, he said him and his wife were doing a church just a couple of blocks down from us. They could not grow at all. They could not have any children. They said within, I believe it was six months mm -hmm. of us being there, him and his wife for the first time conceived and their church doubled in that amount of time. And uh, we, we didn't even know who this person was and they're still walking with us to this day. And so we see how God has been just bring, using that. I believe this is one of the biggest battles that is on God's heart. And he's using this, the sanctity of life to bring churches together, because I believe with the overturning of Roe v. Wade and everything that's happening in the world, it's going to take all of the churches coming together in order to do it. And let me say this, I don't know who's listening, but if there's somebody out there and you're listening right now and you can't speak to your congregation and you can't address these things, because there's many people that can't do that, uh, we want to be able to uh, uh, educate people and empower people to do that. So if they would like us to come and share our vision of what God has done, we'd be more than willing to do that. And I also want to share this. Um, if you are somebody that God has laid it upon your heart and you have a call to um, just start a pregnancy care center and, or you have started one and you're saying, oh, wait, I don't see I don't see the fruit or you're getting discouraged. Well, be encouraged because there's so much that's happening that you may not even know. Just like this gentleman, we didn't know until he told us that um, he was experiencing this fruit as a result of us being there. So I just want to encourage you that are listening that if you started one or if you're starting one, know that you're doing a great work and there's going to be massive fruit that's going to come of it. That is wonderful. We really don't know um, when we are planting seeds. We just don't know what's going to be down the road. Yeah, we don't know. Well, you've had so much success in such a short time. But I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about the challenges you face. Yeah, so we have faced um, a good amount of challenges and we knew that was coming. Um, but how many of, I mean, I, I just feel like whenever you're doing something worth doing, whenever you're doing something kingdom, there's going to be some challenges that's going to come our way. And for me, that's an indication that, okay, we're doing, we're on the right track. We're doing the right thing. Um, well, most recently we have been, unfortunately, we have been censored by Facebook. Um, our Google My Business has been suspended. The only reason um, that I have gotten was because we are um, we're not playing fair, not going along with their advertising policies. So we're not in compliance with their advertising policies. Um, however, anything that we say we're doing, we're doing. So there's nothing that is on our website. There's nothing that's on our Google My Business that's on there that we're not doing. Um, but we do know that's what it's all about. So, um, or what's, what's going on there. Um, but we, you know, we know really what we get, what we have to do, you know, and that's just to keep moving forward. And, you know, we've dealt with people, we've had people come out with the bullhorns and plaster stuff on our, our building and different things along that line. But you know what? We just keep it moving. We love yeah. them in Jesus' name. We realize something. They are not our enemy. And ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are listening, understand this. Those people are not them. They are blinded by Satan. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, that the God of this world, 
has blinded their hearts and their minds. So it's important that we understand we need to love them because they're deceived. We need to reach out. So we've reached out and been a blessing. We've uh, poured into our community. We are even blessing those that are cursing us. And uh, we're realizing something that we're going to have those type of warfares and different things along that line. But, you know, as we just keep on going, uh, we know that God's going to be with us and he's going to bless us. And I just want to share just a really, really quick story um, with regards to the love that we need to have for those people that hate us, that dislike us. Um, we were doing some sidewalk advocating oh, yeah. <laughs> and there was a young woman for no reason, just she just didn't like what we were doing. Well, she went down the line literally and pointed her finger at each and every one of us and said, go to you know where, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Well, the reason why prayer is so important, because Bonnie, you mentioned about that seed earlier, we never know how God is going to work that seed in them and what he's going to do in and around them. Well, literally, I'm not kidding you, literally, she came back, maybe 10, 15 minutes later, she walked back and she apologized to us. And she said, I am so sorry, but this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm hurting yeah. with. This is what, this is what I'm struggling with. And we had an opportunity as a result, because we didn't lash back out at her, because we didn't say some not so nice things back we were able to still keep our testimony with her and we were able to minister to her. So it was just an awesome God moment that happened during that time. And we have to understand that not only are these, the, the, these people, some of them are really um, deceived, but they're broken. Some of them are really hurting. You know what I mean? So we have to keep that in mind um, as we're going through this journey and really just maximizing when it comes to the love of God. And, you know, one other thing you guys mentioned earlier about how we are a block away from the largest abortion provider. Since we've been there, we've got to mention this. They're no longer the largest abortion provider anymore. So it's just it, going back to the whole spiritual battle. He said, well, you may only touch nine babies, but the, the problem is not the people working at the Planned Parenthoods, the Allegheny Reproductives, the different places that are abortion providers. They're not the enemy. There's a principality and a power that we're engaging. And when we beat that in prayer and then we do our part in the natural, the devil's power is weakened. The blinders come off. The light goes out. Truth enters the hearts and transforms the minds. And then as a result, we can see the power of God do things that we could never do on our own. So we have to remember, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. We've got just about a minute left. Can you tell us about your gala? Gala, yes, we're so excited. Our second annual gala, we had over 200 people last year. We're looking for three to 400 this year. I'm hoping, I'm praying for that 400 mark, but it's an exciting time. Our theme this year is seizing the moment. And the reason why we um, chose that is because seizing, the word seizing indicates that there's action attached to that. And as we indicated earlier is that we have to act. This is the time to act. This is not the time to sit still. This is the time to act, to come together, to unify and uh, create this, uh, turn this mission into a movement. So it's gonna be October 22nd, 5.30 p.m. at the West End, downtown Pittsburgh. We have some great speakers, one including Reverend Green. The second one um, is the president of St. Vincent College. We're really excited. We have so much more. We have testimonies from um, women that have gone through our center and just, we're just really excited about what's, what's gonna happen. And we're just gonna leave it right there. Jay and Tiffany Gilbert, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having thank us. You.
Pleasure to be with you. And remember, there's always a reason to choose life.